welcome back to Happy Hour with Operation Happy Nurse. This is Carly here, obviously, and I am here today with Joe, and we are going to talk about what our new stress and anxiety relief is. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, yeah. I actually love these episodes. New season, new stress relief. <laughs> new season, here we go. Yeah. And I promise this one will also be stress relieving. I know. <laughs> and not... I was thinking about <laughs> rage rooms the other day. I, got, I, 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 I think about it often, and it's just such a funny thing that uh, that we did <laughs> because <laughs> I demanded it. I was like, "We need to do yeah, something I fun." Know. I got some metal music in my arsenal. Let's go! But now exactly. I feel like I'm in a place where I could use a little bit of relaxation. So this yeah. will be very good. How have you been? In life i've been uh i've been good um yeah i have a few projects wrapping up recently for other jabs and uh they uh i, I got to learn how to use survey monkey oh <laughs> classic yeah i uh i had like used it in college but i didn't know like the more advanced stuff so that was fun to mm-hmm find out that I can still learn things. <laughs> <laughs> I do, in fact, have a, a brain. Yeah. yeah. Well, I felt like for the last two years, I have not been able to, like, retain any new information. So, but I think that was because I was stuck inside. Being able to walk around. It's something to be it's true. I mean, my, uh, when I did my therapy, that's the first thing my um, therapist said. She said, you know, people have this uh, burnout, but it's also kind of just like subconscious and then you're not realizing that that's what that is but it's just the after effect of everything that we all went through in our own ways and then I was like you know what that makes perfect sense because it wasn't right. you don't always like you're not aware of it but it hits you like randomly when you least expect it yeah how are you doing um honestly I'm in kind of a weird place I don't know how else to say mm. it I'm neither super happy and positive nor sad and depressed or whatever I'm kind of like in this little I don't know I just feel we had some stuff going on at the hospital that I will not disclose because HIPAA and all that confidentiality stuff but there's some stuff going on and it's just been very heavy on our floor right now um, emotionally and mentally so that's kind of not even there but I I know all my coworkers and I was involved my own way and so it's just very, it's a lot going on. So I don't go back to work till Sunday. So luckily I have like a couple of days just to debrief in my own way and breathe. But I'm interested. It's one of those like, so my anxiety is very what if based, which is amazing. Mm. So <laughs> amazing for me. Yeah. So <laughs> I have, and I, a lot of it because of COVID was pre-work anxiety. It was all like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Am I going to float to a different unit? Blah, blah, blah. And so I'm already I'm worried about having anxiety before work which is so funny it's like anxiety on top of anxiety so it's just very like <sighs> so I did some yoga this morning I was trying to find my, my peace and like I said yes. generally I feel good I'm not bad or like extra woohoo <laughs> but I'm just at a place yeah. I'm like plateaued right now so I could use I think an extra burst of some serotonin or dopamine to say the least so. Well, hopefully this will provide it. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I, no that's pressure. The goal. And uh, that's interesting. I've never heard the uh, the what if 
anxiety craze. That's I like don't know so if that's real. <laughs> that's oh, I'm sure. I, well, I mean, it makes sense to me. So I, uh, yeah, I have no idea what I would describe my anxiety, my flavor of anxiety. But that is yours. Like that feels like situational, or is it more based on I, just everyday generalized or social anxiety? It's generalized. I have a weird like level of social anxiety where sometimes I'm really socially anxious and sometimes I'm completely not. And I have no way of figuring out when it's going to be which. <laughs> like I, I'll be at like parties and I'm like a complete social butterfly. And then sometimes I'm like, can we go home? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to go home. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I, I think I have like a battery or something. I don't know. Yeah. No, that's, I, I, yeah. that makes sense. Because I, I was talking to someone about this because as someone that works with people all the time, you get this, you hit this level of, because people are always like, oh, you're so extroverted. And then I think to myself, mm-hmm. like, I don't really know if I am. And everyone likes to use the, I'm an extroverted introvert, but I do feel that in my core because I hit this level of, I love people. I want to be here. Like you said, I'm so excited. And then sometimes I'm like in the corner, like sipping my drink, like no one look at me. Don't talk to me. Like I need to go home right now. And I think it's because you take in so much of other people's emotions and feelings that you're not realizing. And so it's like not only your own stuff, but you also have the outside as well. And that's kind of what I've been trying to be more in tune with. So you can Hmm. not like, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) refill your cup. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm not a therapist. I just, you know, I'm just a nurse here. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, I, I am usually with my girlfriend, and she's always game to be like, okay, we can leave now, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is nice. That is so. nice. Yeah. My boyfriend's more introverted, so I feel that. He's like uh, always yeah. trying to hide, and I'm like, let's, see. let's wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> so what will we be doing this month? Okay, so went back to uh, Shannon and I have a big old list of possible stress relievers and therapies and whatnot, and I've been like trying to find the ones that I think are both interesting or like not so out there, but are at least um, in the public consciousness, but maybe not everybody's really seriously considered them. And then I think I personally think it's fun. I, I, you might not yourself, but so this season we are going to be doing uh, hypnosis and hypnotherapy. Ooh, chickalipuff. <laughs> it's like literally all I thought of was like, <laughs> that's all I thought of. It's like, hmm, that is, that's, that, that's interesting. Yeah, ah. I am. I will be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I had to do a lot of research. Uh, for this because my idea of hypnosis is not really what hypnotherapy was like i i don't know if like you've ever been at like a like a camp or lock-in or like at my freshman orientation in college they like brought in a hypnotist Mm -hmm. that like he like the performing hypnotist where like you get people to like embarrass themselves basically like dance or something like that and that's what i thought it was and it's not it's like way way better once I was like at first I was like oh this will be kind of fun and goofy and more of the like rage room ilk mm-hmm. but as I read more into it I was like oh this is like a legit thing and I should start off to ease your concerns there is it's it's um 
it's all about like comfort and trust and you don't there's no possibility of like doing anything that you don't want to do okay which is what I was what I was concerned about so if that eases any any initial concerns you have (laughs) it does honestly (laughs) oddly enough my initial feeling was fear because yeah like you said, I, 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 back to my anxiety, I have a control thing like in my own realm of my body. Like I like to be in control. I don't like being too like intoxicated or, you know, even yeah. situational, like being on planes because I'm not the one piloting the plane. Like it's just, I like to have control over my situation. And so that immediately when you said that I was like, oh no, no, like I'm going to feel so vulnerable. Like what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> They're going to embarrass me or something. So that was my, cause that's what I saw too back in the day. It was like, like you said, like camp and stuff. And they're like, haha, walk around like a monkey or something. And you're like, yeah, exactly. No, thank you. <laughs> that's, that's what I thought. I, I, cause I had, so I think I had either like an aunt or uncle, maybe like some relative use it to quit smoking way back in the day and that made me think it was like a super powerful like magic thing (laughs) where because like quitting smoking is really really hard (laughs) so I assumed it was like I guess you do want to quit smoking when you decide to quit smoking but like it's very it's addictive Mm -hmm. so (laughs) like um but it seems to be really effective for that and I know like other people have used it for that so I was thinking it was like way way powerful like the power of suggestion um but it's it's not so basically it's used in conjunction with other therapeutic practices um most often um so typically it's like with mindfulness practices or um cognitive behavioral cognitive behavioral therapy uh practices or um we're actually going to be talking to your uh the our guest for this season um she is a uh reiki practitioner as well so i know when i saw that i was like okay it's perfect because i know carly likes reiki so um she's super cool so i'm really excited um and like definitely when you're some people have hypnotherapist vibes. Like, <laughs> it's like, vibes yeah, that makes sense that you do that. Yeah. So. She's secretly like, doing cool. it subliminally while you're talking to her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I hope not. <laughs> but I wonder how but if that's the case. Yeah. That, when you said Reiki, that makes me think of because we talked about visual, visualization before and how our imagery and they'll give you a story like when I did Reiki they had a story about you know imagine you're in a forest and all this imagination type things and I wonder if those kind of go hand in hand it's just maybe hypnosis is deeper and kind of getting more into like you as a self like person I don't know yeah I'm I'm really actually interested now that I know I'm not going to be embarrassed (laughs) yes actually I think that's basically a lot a lot of it so it um yeah I was actually surprised by some of the things. So beyond just general anxiety and other um, more, um, I guess, ethereal like um, problems that I might deal with, I was surprised that it's shown like efficacy for like something as I saw like uh, IBS is something <laughs> that they treat, really. Like, yeah, I know. Isn't stuff? that crazy? Yeah. Wow. 
And so, yeah, I think it's a lot about, I know, isn't that crazy? And like so many questions, like there's like, I know there's like actual research into this. It's not just um, somebody happening to get a benefit for themselves. And I'm like a big believer in the power of like individual uh, benefits still being a thing. So if like it works for you, it works for you. Mm -hmm. But like the fact that there's, it's like sincerely uh, a, I don't know if it's the first treatment for IBS, but it's, it's shown a lot of benefits for people (laughs) with IBS. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of them. Yeah. I didn't think about medical or physical problems. I thought more of mental, emotional. So that, that's really cool actually. Exactly. Yeah. I don't have IBS, but hey. (laughs) Yeah. You never know. (laughs) You never know. From what I've seen, yeah. From what I've seen on TikTok, it's very common nowadays. (laughs) Don't know Maybe I'll have some Taco Bell before I go. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to, it would be a good up. day for it. Spice it up. Yeah. <laughs> That's, so funny. Um, That's so cool, though. Wow. Yeah. So the thing I think it's mostly helpful for nurses in particular is the stress. And then it's often used for um, therapy for trauma, uh, which obviously very <laughs> relevant, unfortunately, for nurses. Um, and then one thing that a lot of people use it for is when they feel like there's something in specific missing in their lives, but they don't know exactly what it is, but like their subconscious might know it. Um, and that, and it can help them figure that out. So there's a lot of really, I think, interesting, um, applications of it and beyond <laughs> IBS. IBS. <laughs> The second I saw that, I was like, I can't focus on anything else. I'm like, how does that work? Yeah. <laughs> I want to know. Well, it, so. like, yeah, I know PTSD, um, which goes yeah. back into the cognitive behavioral therapy. But that, I mean, if it works for medical conditions, that's that's really helpful. I mean, being a nurse, I still believe in all that, you know, holistic stuff is probably better for you than a lot of the medications and everything. But my uh, yeah. little brother has Crohn's disease, so. Oh, yeah. I will. <laughs> a friend growing up hey. with that. Yeah. yeah, super gnarly. So hopefully it's I'll learn yeah. something. But I'm interested. Yeah. Do they do? I'm sure they do one on one like individual practice as well as yes. as group therapy. Oh, I actually don't know if I didn't I didn't see any indication of group. Um, so what I found is that typically the way it works is it I mean it's a guided hypnosis, um, but they, the, you work, um, I believe you can work with a non-licensed or a therapist if you find one or a friend wears by them, but there are licensed practitioners, um, that probably is better to seek those out, but you work with a clinical therapist, um, and they put you in a trance-like state. So I believe that would probably be one-on-one, but it could be. Do you know how long, like, sessions last, or is it just based on what you need out of it? I believe it's what you need out of it, okay. but I think it's hour or less. Um, I'm assuming we can do like a half hour session um, just to give it a try. That's hard because I mean, you still, yeah. you, it's one of those things that, at least in my mind, I think it would be, it'd be hard to go to someone you've never met before and just be that level of relaxed with a stranger. Because even when yeah. I did Reiki, I mean, she was super cool. Like you said, very like vibes of that type of person. So yeah. calm and zen. 
and it was very contagious. But at the same time, I'm always in my head. And so when she was, you know, she's like, okay, we're turning the lights off for the dark room. I'm in a place I don't know in some office building. And, and that's all going through my head. Like, I mean, we don't know who this person is. I mean, I trust her and her energy, but I don't know her. And you have to (laughs) seriously get out of your head and just relax. And I, I fell asleep, so I must've been fine, but it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do think it definitely falls into the realm of, uh, you have to trust a little bit. Like mm-hmm. you, you definitely get in, get, get out what you put in. Mm-hmm. Um, so it probably is not for everybody. Yeah. Uh, like I know, I don't think either of my parents would love it. <laughs> so. And to just be that vulnerable to, I mean, depending on what they talk about or try to get out of you, it's, 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 yeah. I don't even tell my friends some things that, you know, that's going on unless I feel like I need to disclose information or something. So it's hard to just to say, hey, well, actually, in my childhood, not like a stranger I just yeah. met. Because, you know, therapy is something you have to build a rapport, but I maybe it's different, yeah. you know, like you said. Yeah. I definitely, from past experience with therapists, it's, it's not a one time session thing. So I, I imagine that you'll get even better benefits able to do a repeating uh visits with people but um yeah i i found it was so what they compared it to if you're wondering which i thought was interesting because again i was thinking i'm gonna make you do the chicken dance type (laughs) hypnosis is they compared the trance they put you in to just being like completely absorbed in a book uh movie music or even just your own like thoughts. So it basically turns your attention inward is the goal. Um, but like really turns your attention inward. I know everybody kind of thinks about themselves and thinks about things through. Um, but it obviously there's another level that you can get to with a mm-hmm. uh, therapist. But that all of that was like, I was like, oh, phew. Okay, I'm not sending them <laughs> to... <laughs> so basically me at 3 a.m having an existential crisis got it got it got it yes yes i'm like i can definitely all in my head trance yeah yeah (laughs) hopefully not but um, hopefully not that intense yeah yes it's Uh, it's definitely about like yeah it's definitely about like using your own resources like that are already within you hopefully um Mm -hmm. or that like you may not even know you have to like help make changes or regain a sense of control that you had lost. So that is, yeah. I think that's super nice. The guided imagery. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I only read like fantasy books and everything. So I have a great imagination. <laughs> so hopefully that helps me. Carly, yeah. less fighting dragons and more of trauma. <laughs> right, right, right. Got it. <laughs> do, do you, are you one of those D and D people? I Dungeons and Dragons. I've played it before, but I oh, don't play it frequently. No, but I. That's yeah. fair. I would. I've always been. I. Yeah, I know. I've never done it, and it. I just see all like these like actors and mm-hmm. stuff that use it as like training for. Yeah. Acting. They're coming out and with a movie like, actually. Oh. Just. Yeah, fun. I saw that. Yeah. I wonder if that. They should do a Dungeons and Dragons hypnotherapy. <laughs> <laughs> so 
but with a group, so you're all playing together yeah, somehow subconsciously. How rad would that yeah. be? That'd be so weird. It would be so yeah. cool. Yeah. So we tried to do Dungeons and Dragons with my sister and my roommates during quarantine and over Zoom it was not fun. I had a miserable time. Oh. <laughs> Everybody was yeah. talking over each other. It was so didn't really work. <laughs> but <laughs> I had a miserable time. I was like Yeah. My little sister, I think. Um, I don't know if she has a dedicated group with friends, but she's definitely has done it more than a few times because she was the one who was trying to keep order. She was a dungeon master. <laughs> I no, so that was the that was the wor- worst part. Is one of my friends was, but he was making dinner at the same time, oh, so he was no. constantly running to. Go- yeah, I know. Was- you got to focus. Okay. That's your job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Sorry, everybody. Sorry. Anyways, anyways, nerds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, everybody's like, okay, I'm tuning out these nerds. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Yeah. So to ease even more concerns, um, there so there are many different techniques, but it's almost always performed. I'm gonna say always performed. I can't imagine anybody will do it anywhere else, but it's always performed in a calm therapeutic environment. Um, the goal is, as I said, to put you in a relaxed uh, state. But not to put you out, not to put you unconscious. Put you um, out. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not dramatic. It's not like the portrayal that you'll see, and there's not a, a little watch. You know, the like your very sleepy hypnosis. That's not the. That's not how it works. Um, uh, and you are always in control of yourself. Um, you'll hear their suggestions, but it's always up to you to decide whether or not to act on them. Basically, what it does is help you find those areas that you either weren't recognizing that you need, you wanted to work on, or were resisting working on, or finding like a little bit more inner strength or control to work on. So, mm-hmm. cool. I think that's kind of cool. And then yeah, obviously, think- it's just relaxing. And if you fall asleep, <laughs> you fall asleep and you get like a nice nap. And then that's that seems to be a theme <laughs> for me. And it's and like I said, yeah. I've never been a napper. I've never been. It takes me a lot to calm my brain down enough to go to sleep. I take my cute little melatonin Mm -hmm. if I have to. But I want to obviously get the most out of this. So I really hope future Carly can just relax and get in. Because she's probably going to help me with my anxiety. (laughs) So. Yeah. 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 That'll be helpful. But I, I just need to like help myself. I think that's my issue is I really do just have the hardest time slowing down my brain. Mm hmm. Yeah, same. I know. I uh, <laughs> I used to be. Me- I I stopped. I I was medicated for ADHD for a while, and I stopped because it was getting expensive to use the one that worked for me. And so, sometimes now I'm like, that did work. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like constantly have basic thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I don't. I don't. It's not like absolutely necessary for me to get work done. Yeah, I wonder if I, I feel like it's all kind of in the same realm of and I could be wrong, any people out there that that are professionals unlike myself, but meditation and the imagery, cognitive behavioral therapy mm-hmm. and Reiki and all of that, it seems like it's all very similar. Because yes. even when we did the uh, the drums and mm-hmm. the sound, sound therapy, baths. 
Yes, yes. sound bath. I again fell asleep. On yeah, <laughs> Carly, are you okay? Hey. Um, but <laughs> I, uh, yeah, same thing. It's just they're all I, you like. Kind of they give you some affirmations. You talk about. Mm-hmm things you want to see and then it just helps you get to sleep which actually is ironic because when I go to sleep and usually I try to read before bed my cute fantasy books and then it kind of makes me think about like placing myself in that world and then it helps me go to sleep because I'm not thinking about real life things I'm thinking about things that aren't real so it actually helps me a lot I'm like okay I guess I'll fight battles until I go to sleep or something stupid (laughs) that's so nice yeah yeah that makes total sense to me I uh yeah, it's definitely there's. I think there's a whole universe is the wrong word, but like there's a whole array of visualization and like mindfulness based therapies that are just like this. I think there's a they're not like different flavors of the same um, thing, but I do think they all tap into um, some sort of deeper thing mm-hmm. um, that. I definitely am not eloquent enough to really express, but hopefully our guest will be because it, I find it incredibly fascinating. Um, I was actually just talking with, um, girlfriend. We, uh, (laughs) I, I find, um, group like either theater or sporting events, like super therapeutic, like, um, at some point in the future, I would like to do like comedy as a stress reliever. I don't know if that's actually possible to do, but wow. um, find somebody to talk about it um, or just laughing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I find like being, um, we just, I, uh, Bridget just took a bunch of her friends, um, theater friends to a Yankee game and they were nice enough to invite me. And I was the resident person that knew what anything was going on. Like some of them had never seen baseball before which is really fun uh, <laughs> yeah i mean to watch yeah. it yes um and just i find being in a like a group setting where everybody's like kind of doing the same activity or like focusing on something or experiencing something together um very therapeutic because i think there's something universal that you can get only there's probably other ways of attaining it hopefully hypnosis um but that like specific feeling is uh, and i find it with like theater as well or even um okay not on the subway but (laughs) (laughs) or in planes crowds of people yeah sometimes with crowds i don't know i find um there's this like really cool video of this guy at like a music festival i think who just starts dancing in the middle of like everybody's like sitting down on blankets and everything and slowly like the entire like he gets one one other person comes up and to start dancing and i think the video's point is like it takes like that first follower to actually start a movement but what i got from it is like just like the joy of everybody eventually starting to dance together yeah it's like it's hard to it's hard to replicate that um mm-hmm. in, in other contexts yeah and so i definitely think any of these practices that let you feel like you're part of a more universal thing and that your experience isn't just like you're, you're not like alone mm-hmm. is, uh, is worth trying out for people. Um, yeah, I do cycling and I just thought it oh. when you said that it's indoor cycling, not like outdoor. that's a really good, whatever you call really it now, example. but yeah. Yes. So 
there when I first started, I'll be honest, when everyone, even though the music plays and the instructors are yeah. awesome and they're all trying to get you pumped up and usually yeah. sprint for the last minute or so of the class. And so I'm like, oh God, here we go. <laughs> but, yeah. um, and I know it's coming, but the song will have like a beat to it. So ever, like I'll start clapping yeah. and I used to cringe so hard and be like, this is so stupid. Ew, like, ah, but now I'm the yeah. one that like starts the claps. Like, let's go. Yeah, And, and I don't awesome. know why there's something so powerful about being the first one to clap and people following you and being like, yes, I made yes. it. It's like a slow clap. <laughs> yeah that it's true would like you it, say that it's yes it's therapeutic yeah, would you it's say like, that it's hypnotic <laughs> yes i would <laughs> or even hypnotic it is i get all the energy but yeah. it's just it's contagious it's infectious and i and I, I do think like you said that's yeah and, and baseball games of course you're singing and they're all cheering together yeah, and, yeah camaraderie yeah when i was when i was a kid i would obviously cringe at the or i guess not when i when i was like a teenager and i had to be like super cynical I wouldn't do the take me out to the ball game. I wouldn't do the YMCA. And now I'm 27. So I'm like, yeah, let's all, let's all have a good time. You do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I I, I love the wave. I love all the, all those Mm -hmm. kind of dorky aspects of, yeah. I enjoy the classic, but yeah, part of being there is fun. (laughs) I'm too busy people watching. I'm like, wait, we're at a baseball game. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That is also fun. Sometimes you, you spot some interesting characters that you would not otherwise. And definitely baseball, I think, okay, there's definitely fights, but I once took a younger cousin to a preseason NFL game and there was a fight and I was just like, this is a different energy. <laughs> it's, just, it's like, it's oh my God. Negative energy. Yeah, very negative. So it depends. But anyway, I'm excited well, for our guest. So... I uh, would love to hear from an expert about this because I'm sure I missed some key aspects of it. But I, the very the, the the key point I would love people to take away from at least my brief explanation of it is that it is not what you see in movies. It is comfortable, relaxed. You are always in control. It's not sci-fi. It's based on a lot of real science and um, experience that a lot of people have, and so. If you want to give it a try, I think it's definitely worth giving it a try. Yay, I'm excited. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening. And stick around for next week as we interview our expert and learn more about hypnotherapy. Her name is Katie. Katie. So excited. Bye, guys. Have a beautiful week. Bye.